Hello, and welcome to Heart Points. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. And this week, we return to the frozen tundra of the red-robed lich in our 2019 holiday special. Woo-hoo-hoo. How are you, my darling? Sick. Me too. Damn, children. Also, pot packs. Something got us Something. sick. I got that nice, uh, I got that nice gravelly tenor that and I, I had. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I started speaking over you because I'm so sick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are Are you good to record? Are you ready to play? Do you want to play? I've got the energy level that is appropriate for playing. I was going to try and make a fathu joke. That's why I kept talking over you. Because oh, I'm very nasally right now. Like, I am I am the perfect fathu singer. Mm-hmm. Like, I could sing about my husband being lost at sea and never seeing him again. Like, that's the voice that I have right now, which it's is true. appropriate. Yeah. But I'm ready to get my ass handed to me once again by the red-robed lich. Uh, so, if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, I would highly recommend going back and listening to them they are our 2018 or 20 have i been getting the date wrong this whole time did i say this was a 2019 special i think you did that's the wrong year that is that's, the wrong year that's the year we're going into should we take it from the top no <laughs> i think this is appropriate um so in 2017 we did a holiday special in which a an arctic elf named Thelion marched on the red-robed lich Grimner Longbarter beneath the northern lights to rescue his sister. It did not go very well. It did not go very well. Although I will say I re-listened to those episodes in preparation for this and those are great episodes. You did so well. I'm pretty sure that for a little while, those were the episodes we were telling people that if you wanted to get into listening to us, you should listen to those episodes. It was those and the Amalgam Comics mm-hmm. live episode, which mm-hmm. is also very good. Mm-hmm. But Thelion the Arctic Elf marched on Grimner Longbarther's palace to rescue his sister and was slain. And tonight we return there. Oh no, I don't remember anything. I didn't listen. I should have listened. I told you we were doing this. I know. Weeks ago. I know. <laughs> I should have listened. No, that's probably better that I didn't listen. My character Will it? My character wouldn't have known all those secrets. It's not like he was able to go back and tell his village what happened. That's true. 20 years ago, as snowflakes the size of your palm fell in the night like drifting stars, you were stolen. Taken from your home to a longhouse palace of red and gold. 20 years ago, your brother Thelion marched on the palace of the red-robed lich, a spear of ancient magic clutched in his hands, his heart frozen with one desire, to bring you safely home. Twenty years ago, Alahair, your brother was murdered in front of your eyes. Grimner Longbarther, the red-robed lich, killed him. And now, tonight, you are going to escape. Oh, shit. So, Diana, you are going to be playing Aloe Hare, the character that you invented as Thelion's reason for attacking the Red Robe Lich. Oh, my goodness. We are going to be playing with the Mage playbook. It is a third-party alternative to the Wizard. They are a more freeform magic user. So instead of having spells, you have just kind of spell classes that you can make up how they work okay and we are going to build alohair 
the mage together. Mm-hmm. I have a few questions and a, and a little bit of a setup before you make your character. Do it. When your brother came here, he brought with him an ancient spear. Its blade composed of mystic material passed down in your tribe. Grimner took it after he slew your brother, left his bloody body in the sands of the glassmithy. But he left something else, too. In the battle, a single shard of Thelion's blade flew off. Needle-thin, cleaved from the spearhead, and rippling with arcane power, it called to you, and you picked it up from the warm sand. How did the shard feel in your hand? It felt alive. Would do you I ca- need? Do would, I you, need- would you care to expand on that? Sure. It felt like, so it literally pulsated like a heartbeat with heat maybe okay. in my hand. Cool. You took this shard to an elder, a blind glass blower named Solovar, and he made for you a wand from it, a glass wand with a core of mystic metal. And he taught you to use it. Alohair, whose soul is cold as snow and bright as midnight sun. How have you survived in the workshop these past 20 years, honing your magic might? And we can come back to this if you'd like to make your character first. Through rage. Pure, unindultered, but smart rage. Did you remain in the glassmithy room with its furnaces and forges and sandy floor i don't know let's say yes okay but let's also say that not many others did okay new elves arrived all the time and elves were taken and put into different positions and most were never seen again mm-hmm. but when grimner or his young son Kristoff would come into the glassmithy they would look at you with curiosity or anger or something else and they always left you behind before you leave this hellish place there is one thing you want to do what is it i want to rescue solivar i think i want to try to okay Solovar was taken from the glassmithy shop. Did you say that and I missed it? No. I'm adding that now because he's the one you want to save. He was taken fairly recently, maybe a few nights ago. He was taken by Kristoff out of the glassmithy shop. He was, Solovar was one of the oldest elves there. And you don't know where Kristoff took him, which I think might maybe play in or this might be totally separate how do you know that tonight is the night the wand the wand tells you yeah all right i think so when i first picked it up i said that it felt alive i think i knew when i picked it up that it wanted to be picked up and so today when i touched it i think i knew it wanted to leave this place okay and through that i needed to leave this place cool All right, so we are going to build your character very quickly and fill out all the mechanical details of Alohair, and then we will return. All right. All right, so we have made Alohair. Diana, tell us about Alohair. So Alohair is the, the, I was about to say daughter, that's the wrong thing, the sister who was trapped 
20 years later, she is incredibly intelligent. Um, she's been working in the where not the warehouse, the workhouse for a very long time. So her body is very hard. She's stocky build. She's Mm -hmm. been lifting heavy things and moving around a lot without very much chance to rest. Probably hasn't gotten much more food than is necessary, but she's kind of building, has been building that muscle for a really long time. So she's really smart. She's pretty strong, but she's got this like iron will. I think that's probably why they've never taken her out of the glassmithy yeah the glassmithy they probably because she's just got this iron will and it looks like she would put up a fight maybe well or maybe not you maybe might that's not what she rem- thinks you might not remember this having not re-listened to the episode uh but grimner knows that ella Hare was thalian's sister yes it was very obvious yeah um and i think the looks they shoot you are looks of remembering exactly who you are okay okay so then they recognize that that will in me that was also in my brother maybe yeah yeah um but i've got a very strong will i'm very like grounded yeah my eyes are intelligent like you can tell that i'm very intelligent through my eyes my hair like i don't care about how i look though so my robes and my my armor is just kind of whatever they've given me um i do have leather armor but it's really more just kind of like what people wear mm-hmm. um maybe to protect especially in the glassmithy maybe to protect from the heat and stuff i'm not good or bad neutral and my my magic is centered on winter so what that means is that i'm aligned with chilling them to the bone inducing stasis revealing grim portents what's a portent signs okay so revealing grim signs I'm prophecy. I'm opposed to showing generosity and helping things grow, which I think is fitting. Is this a field of magic that is common to the Arctic elves? I would think so, yes. Okay. So it's not terribly unusual that that Elahair would be aligned with this. I don't think it would be unusual that I'd be aligned with this. I think it would be unusual to the degree that I'm aligned with it. So you are especially gifted in yes. magic. Yes. Okay. Especially gifted in this kind of magic, I think, might be appropriate. Okay. Giving. Can many Arctic elves use magic? Is this like a skill that is shared among many Arctic elves? Or is this just kind of a, is it kind of a rare thing? But when it happens, it's frequently winter, although never to this degree. I think more that. Okay. I think maybe everyone can do a little something, or most people can do a little something, right? Like in... um. My Hero Academia, like everyone, most people have some sort of something. Okay, so in general, Arctic Elves are naturally attuned to magic, but yeah. not like like whimsical wizards, everyone. They're right. just like, they can manipulate things a little bit. Right. Okay. Like they could create ice. Most people can create ice, no problem, or like change the ice and the snow to whatever form they need it to or okay. something. But yeah, I think every, I, yeah, that, what you said, you sounded smarter when you did it. So that. <laughs> Um, but I'm starting out at, at a level three because it's 20 years later. I would have had some practice. And I'm also um, I've got an arcane ward that gives me plus two armor against magical attacks. And I've got goddamn war mage war mage. <gasps> when I cast a spell that deals damage, I deal an additional damage. Cool. Because war mage. <gasps> so when we played last year we used the heritage moves and we created a a set of heritage moves for the arctic elves things that arctic elves are naturally good at Mm -hmm. 
And we said those were uh, attack from snow cover, mm-hmm. improvise a temporary solution, and shrug off an impressive wound. I think that after 20 years in the workshop, it's possible that Elohair would not have all or maybe even any of those instincts left. So I would like you to keep one or two and change one or two. You can you can keep you have to have at least one new one, which is the workshop elf heritage move, mm-hmm. but you can keep up to two of the arctic elf heritage moves. I like the shrug off impressive wounds. Okay. Cuz I think that still fits. I think that's something that would have happened. Like working in a glass smithy, you would have gotten like you would have gotten burned and stuff, right? Yeah. I like the improvised a temporary solution. The temporary solution. Mm-hmm. I still think that that works. I, I agree. The snow cover, I don't think works. I, I don't think that one would have, would have been appropriate. What would these elves who've been living here be naturally good at at this point? Hiding, I think. But I don't know if that's any better or worse or different. I don't know that it's different enough from the other ones. What about um? What about blend in with the other elves? Ooh. like a type of like herd immunity or mm. like um like herd safety that behavior has a real name and i don't remember what it is no but Wh- what do you think about that i like that okay. i like it. i like that so as long as you are in a crowd of elves it is very easy for or even with other elves not necessarily a crowd but it's very easy for you to hide amongst other workshop elves yeah i think that's a skill that either all of them would have learned or i would have learned very quickly Especially if they keep noticing me. Mm-hmm. If every time they come in, they are noticing me and they're looking at me, I think I would have tried to blend in, especially when I was younger. Yeah. Okay. So we have Ella Hare now, and she, she is ready to escape. Oh, I think my last... burn qu- this fucker to the ground. <laughs> I think my last question is, we established last year that Arctic Elves' biology timelines are different than humans, mm-hmm. and she was 20 years ago the equivalent of 10 11 years old in human years mm-hmm. uh or like equivalent human age how old human equivalent is ella hair i'm picturing her more like 17 18 okay does that make sense yes he's got an evil smile on his face you guys can't see this but that's where i see her her short short life is going to be so so short mm-hmm. no that just makes me happy because that puts her about at the same age as yeah. christoph grimner's son mm. the son of the red robed lich mm. are you trying to force a romance you know how i love those <laughs> i think that would be i don't know well certainly problematic in a lot of ways but you know Christoph, we don't know Christoph's whole story. Yeah, we do. He was a dick and yeah. he got murdered. Yep. So, Ella Hare, tonight is the night. You are in the glasssmithy. The the forges and furnaces burn and rumble around you. The ever-present heat of the glass fires, the ever-present light. You have not experienced real darkness, except for one night a year, maybe. Grimner orders all of the furnaces off and all of production to cease one night a year and that's the only time you've ever known darkness and silence so what are you doing it's dark uh no 
unless not... unless this you want this to be the one night a year that uh grimner ceases oh, I... production no i thought that's why you were setting it up uh no i was just doing some random world building oh um because we oh nice. uh, well it's nice world so building. we established that you know tonight is the night because the wand told you to yes I don't know if this not necessarily coincides with the one night a year that Grim... Actually, I'm going to say that it is not. Okay. It is explicitly not the one night a year that okay. you get. So I'm in the workshop. Am I alone? Uh, no, there are many other elves here. In fact, in the years since Thelion was here, uh, the glassmithy has been expanded. Elves were brought in to dig out more room for the glassmithy. So there are many elves here. There are also two main doors Mm -hmm. on either side of this large, like, almost like a warehouse-sized room. One is the door in which your brother and Grimner Longbarther came through, came in through many years ago. Mm -hmm. And the other is the door that three nights ago, Kristoff Grimnerson took Solovar your magic mentor i think that's the door that i start heading towards i am leaving tonight one way or another i am not waking up in this place tomorrow i would like to do it while saving someone who's tried to save me but my goal is to burn this motherfucking place to the ground and murder everyone in my path and if i can save someone who tried to save me that would be nice okay what do the other elves many of whom know you as the one elf who's been in the glassmithy the longest what do they think of you i can't imagine that i'm particularly nice or friendly i don't think i'm mean i don't think people avoid me but i don't think people go out of their way to talk to me either Mm -hmm. you know so they probably just look at me i don't think that elohair particularly cares what they think of her i Uh probably should have made her more girlish right like she would have wanted a friend but I think she's been burned in the past. I, I don't know. She wants that. Make, make her however you want. I think this is totally valid. Yeah. As Ella Hare is marching to this door with purpose, there is some murmuring as the other elves watch you walk towards this door. Mm-hmm. Um, the elves generally, you have noticed in the many years, uh, stay away from the doors. The doors are not a safe place to be. And as you march toward this door, you feel the magic wards pushing up against you driving you to run away from it to stay away from the door Mm -hmm. okay so um i'm i'm feeling this like go away don't come here Mm -hmm. um i think i'm i'm gonna cast a spell with my wand that unravels whatever has been done to the door I'm not necessarily trying to unlock the door. I'm trying to unravel that feeling, the, the spell that casts that feeling on me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm trying to make sure that this isn't counterspell, right? Because okay. counterspell is removing a spell's effect from you. Okay. Right? But it but is specifically. It says, when you counter a magic spell cast upon you specifically. I think that's for like, you can't counter a spell that has been cast on an ally. Okay. Right? This is a ca- this is a spell that is affecting you specifically, and if you okay, if you remove it, you are only removing it from yourself. It will not affect the other elves around you. Okay, then yeah, then I'm counterspelling it. Yeah, let's do counterspell. Okay, I rolled a seven plus two for my intelligence is nine. I don't know why I got all excited. That did nothing. I gain one hold, 
Spell deals no damage to you. Spell's effect on you are superficial and temporary. You take plus one forward against the caster. You may cast a spell against the caster immediately. The spell's effect on you are superficial and temporary. Okay. So what does it look like when you when you raise your wand and cast counterspell? I don't think I raise my wand. Okay. I think my wand is kind of like held in my hand. Maybe like maybe I made a holster for it in my leathers, um, like by my leg. I don't think I would draw I to to bring it up and use it would be a lot of attention and I don't think I would have necessarily I don't think I ever would have learned to use it that way. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think I do it like us I do a really small movement with my wand by my thigh. Maybe like a quick little spin or or something, but I think it's just a really small movement like right by my thigh. Okay. And you manage to to dull the the sensations that this that this is causing you. Have you ever taken Dramamine for motion sickness? Yes, I think. I take Dramamine when I fly. And the weird thing to me about when I take Dramamine is I still feel sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. I still get motion sick really bad. I just feel like it's happening very distantly. So like I'm no longer like actively going to be sick. I feel like it's happening to like someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's how you feel about this fear. That's how I feel when I'm on Benadryl. Yeah. This fear and pain is happening very far away from your body. Mm-hmm. It's still happening and you know it's still happening, but it's far and it's getting closer. And you know that if you don't open this door and go through it right now, you're not going to get through it. So I do that. All right. I go through. You find yourself in a small, thin hallway, and the door shuts behind you. It swings shut, just as you heard one of the other elves shout your name, and it gets instantly silenced. And this hallway uh, is dimly lit with these uh, glowing golden orbs. And there are sigils and runes lining the hall. And uh, there's a door on the other end. I know in Dungeons and Dragons, there's like a check for traps mm-hmm. move. That's in, It's not just in Dungeons and Dragons. I want to do that here, but we don't have that. So I'm going to do a discern realities. Yeah. That's like perception. Yeah. I don't know why you're making Dungeons and Dragons analogies. You, we've never, we've played this for like four years and never you, played D&D. I'll tell you why. I don't. I can't begin to imagine why this has happened, but I just started picturing Magnus. Magus? Magnus. Magnus Burnsides? Yep. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> and so I went to Adventure Zone, and I went to D&D, and I don't know why. Okay. Well, that's where my brain went. Oh, no! <laughs> I rolled a two. I rolled two ones. All These right. dice are bad. These are bad dice. So you have taken your first step to escape Mm -hmm. you are now in a place that you were not supposed to be and you know that if grimner or kristoff or any of grimner's servants or guards find you there's no going back now you've taken your first step and at any moment your next step could be your last Mm -hmm. i think she's okay with that she's not waking up in that glass smithy again that's not happening She's getting out of here, alive or dead. So she continues taking steps, making her way towards that door. Because I can't roll again for discern realities. No, not unless you want me to make a harder move. No, 
No, I don't. So, yeah, you get to the next door, and it is uh, it is locked, but a mundane lock, not a magic lock. But it is locked? But it is locked. I think I use my spells. Okay. What, what kind of spell do you cast? I want to open this door and unlock it silently. Okay. So, like, I don't want to trip any traps. I don't want to squeak any hinges. I want this door to open silently like dead silently all right so what what kind of a spell is that open door silently (laughs) i don't know i very specifically asked you if there were spells that i could cast or couldn't well i asked you if i had like a list of spells that i could cast i want to open this door silently i want that a silence well okay maybe a silence spell yes so i guess that's my, my my question is not necessarily what your goal is but what you are doing does that make sense yeah in more of like a in I don't know if that is necessarily fiction first, but I want to know, like, you are, are, are you doing to, something to unlock the door? Are you doing, like, what exactly happens? I want to, to silently unlock the door. I can manipulate the lock. I want to cast, I guess, a silence spell on the door and me unlocking the door. Okay. Uh, does that fall under your focus? No. All right. Then- but it doesn't follow, it doesn't fall it doesn't under oppose. my pose yeah either. roll to cast a spell i'm gonna roll individually rolling together hasn't been so hot for me right now and when you cast a spell that is not in your focus you take minus one to casting that spell well it doesn't matter because i rolled the six mark xp yeah I'm not doing hot guys that's <laughs> two xp right you failed your discern mm-hmm. realities as well yep mm-hmm you cast your spell, um, and this this bubble of silence builds around you. Um, this cold, empty silence, the likes of which you have not felt in 20 years. And then you are manually unlocking the door? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, I said okay. I was manually unlocking the door, but I was casting the spell of silence. All right. I think uh, if you're going to manually unlock the door, why don't you defy danger plus dex? All right. That was a 10. All right. So Boom. so with this bubble built, you, you set about unlocking the door and you feel that click. I think you have like your glass smithy tools, mm-hmm. right? And you manage to use that to like to unlock this door. When the door opens, you are still in your bubble of silence. So you cannot hear what is before you. But you can see that it is this massive cacophonous workshop where elves are busy at work building things, making things out of wood, casting things out of metal. Mm -hmm. There are carving stations. There are places where people are, where elves are building useful things. You see someone carving a bowl. You see people painting vases and pottery. Uh, You see people building toys, pouring uh, molten tin into molds to pull out tiny toy soldiers there is a massive workshop here i immediately go for the shadows like i probably hug the wall that the door's on and start looking for some shadows to okay. hide in. as you walk in i think a large elf this massive elf with a with a one of his ears have been torn off um and is scarred as you duck into the room, he grabs you by the wrist and he yanks you towards him and he yells at you and no 
sound comes out of his mouth. Uh, but he is shouting at you. I'm gonna cast a. St- I'm gonna induce a stasis. I would like it to be over this whole room, but I would like it to be over him, especially. When you say induce stasis, like I want, like so, when I'm picturing stasis, I'm picturing like time freeze, basically, for these people. Okay. What are you picturing when you picture stasis? I don't know. Well, what do you think of in generally? What do you think of when you think of stasis? I think of stasis as now. I feel like I need to. Like, like, look up the definition of the word stasis. Well, like, stasis and stasis pods are always, like, you're frozen in time That's until like it's time. a sustained stasis, right? Stasis yeah. is any sort of... A period or state of inactivity or equilibrium. That Okay, I was thinking of equilibrium. But I think inactivity is also valid. And I think you have control over both, equilibrium or inactivity. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like when you try to do this? You're trying to do this to the whole room? Yes. Okay. I think I have to focus a little bit more. But again, I don't think I would have learned to do to use my wand in big movements. I think I would have learned to just funnel more energy into my wand and do the same small movements with my wand. Does that make sense? I don't know sure. if that's possible. I mean, yeah, I guess. So I'm, funnel- I'm trying to funnel more energy into this wand mm-hmm. while still doing this very quickly. But I just do a little movement with my wrist by my thigh, and I'm trying to kind of pause time. Like, their brains might be working, but their bodies can't move. Like, they might all see me, and their brains might be like, I see her, I'm yelling. But their bodies can't do it. Okay. So, uh, watch. I'm just doing a little movement with my wrist for that. Roll to cast a spell. And you get plus one, since that is within your realm, plus intelligence. That's a 10. That's an 11, actually. Okay. So what is what happens when you get a hit and a 10 plus? Um, when I'm casting a spell, my spell helps to solve my problem, but I have to choose something from the list. So my magic's effects are temporary and superficial. My spell affects either much more or much less than you wanted to. Your spell has unforeseen side effects. You draw unwanted attention or put yourself in a spot. Um, the casting saps your energy. You take a negative one ongoing to cast a spell until you have a few minutes to clear your head and you have to choose one of those even on 10 plus Mm -hmm. okay so which one do you choose so i'm leaning towards my spell either has much more or much less of an effect or it's sapping an energy the thing is i don't want to take plus one i don't want to take negative one going forward i think that's reasonable so my spell affects either much more or much less than you wanted to so I'll leave it up to you. That's what I pick, but you get to tell me if it's too much or too little. Okay. It is so perfect, your stasis spell. Mm-hmm. It is so powerful. What does it look like when you cast it? Like, I know you'd have a little flourish. What does the magic look like? I think it's kind of like a smoke bomb comes out of my wand, right? Like, there's just like this smoke that kind of fills the place almost instantane- instantaneously and then dissipates almost instantaneously. But when it's gone, everyone's kind of frozen where they are. You have frozen time in this room. And the problem with that is that the man who was holding you is frozen in time. And you are stuck in his grasp. How was he holding me? Uh, I think he had your wrist. I think he had a hand wrapped around your wrist. And he is completely frozen in time. And I think... The only way for you to interact with anything 
in this room mm-hmm. is to unfreeze it in time. Mm-hmm. The, the smoke from the smiths has stopped completely. Mm-hmm. The sparks from hammers and uh, grinders are frozen in midair. Mm-hmm. And anything that you would try to interact with, you can't because it's completely frozen in time. I mean, I could break his arm. I can no. break his hand off. No, you cannot. How could I not break his hand off? Because he is frozen in time and nothing can affect him. Okay. In this state. So I would have to cast you, another spell. You would have to release this spell at least enough so that you can interact with things. And that would start by releasing him. You don't have to release everything. You just have to release the things that you would interact with. Yeah. Okay. I want to release him then. Do I have to roll for that? No. You release him. And he pops back into time and looks around him at this frozen room Mm -hmm. and says, uh, you witch, you're after the master, aren't you? Uh, And he goes to draw his sword. I've already got my dagger. I'm right. Yes, I'm right handed. It's a new thing. No, it's not a new thing. I have a dagger. Yeah. And I keep, I already established that I keep my wand in like a, what's the word? Sheath. A sheath yeah. by on my thigh. Mm-hmm. I'm right-handed. I wouldn't put shit on my left si- side except for like worker's tool. I wouldn't instinctively reach for that. I have been picture. I have been picturing that I've got my wand in my right hand and that he had my left hand. As I'm sneaking into yeah, a room, fair. I would have yep. right. Yep. So my dagger would also be on my right side because okay. I'm right-handed. So you need to put your wand away and yes. draw your dagger. Yes. All right. Then, then I, that's what I'm doing. I think at the most generous. We're you have to defy danger to draw your okay. dagger before he draws his sword. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying. I'm smart. I feel like I would have thought this. Diana didn't, but she would have. Okay, smart. fair. I rolled a seven. What's the that? Da- is that Dex? I'm yes. speaking behind the microphone. Is that Dex? Yeah, that's Dex. Well, it doesn't matter because I rolled a seven, so it's an eight. Hard bargain or ugly choice? I don't know. What do you think? What's the ugly choice? that Alahair would face in order to get her... Do you think she drops her wand? The wand is not at risk of breaking. She's not dropping it, though. Okay. That could be the ugly choice, but she's not going to drop that wand. But we sheathed it. That was the thing, was that Mm -hmm. I sheathed it and pulled out the dagger. So how could I un... How could I lose it? I sheathed it. Well, because you're in a a drawing contest against an armed guard. Mm -hmm. And you have you're risking all right so what would you like to do then i don't know i no. i think that's the hard part i think that's the hard part is okay. that she has to pick but right. i'm just telling you that she's not going to all right so given the choice between drawing on him first or dropping her wand she keeps the wand in her hand yeah all right uh then i think he uh is going to slam the butt of his sword into ella Hare's stomach okay you think that's does that sound is he still holding her wrist yes so he's doing this with his other hand. Yes. So both of his hands are occupied? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's just going to... It takes her a little bit longer to get her dagger and stab him. All right. Because his hands are occupied. I'm not doing it as quickly, but I still have time to put my mm-hmm. wand away safely and take out my dagger safely and stab him. Both yeah. of his hands are occupied. Okay. Take, I want to say, yes, uh, 1d6 damage as he slams the, the butt of his sword into Ella Hare's stomach. So my first six of the night... Oh, damage good. against myself. Good. So that's super fun. 
But when he slams his... Oh, uh, don't forget to take off one because you have your leather armor. That's right. That's right. But you have your dagger up, out now. Yeah. You also still have your wand. Well, rather, my I wand, guess you traded no, it for your dagger. No, because he had he has my left hand. There mm-hmm. was nothing in my left hand. Yeah. My wand is gone. I'm going for the dagger. And also don't forget that you're a war mage when you cast magic to attack. You yeah, but get... I'm casting a lot of magic. Is there not a downside to casting magic? Oh, yeah, there is for sure going to be a downside. Yeah, which so I don't want to do that. I'm okay. trying to save my magic for when I hit the the big guys. This is a small boss. I don't need to use my what is it? Phoenix Downs. I don't need to use them now. I need to save those okay. for the final boss. Okay. Do you like that I used a reference that I tried to? I mean. <laughs> I'm um, proud of you. So, I am going to stab this guy. How tall is he? In uh, reference to me. He is probably not much taller than you. We established that Elahair looked a lot like Thelion, and mm-hmm. Thelion was massive for an mm-hmm. Arctic Elf. Mm-hmm. So he probably doesn't have much height on you, if any. He's probably about the same size as you. Going um, for the jugular, then. Okay. All right. Roll hack and slash. Right, right in the jugular. Ha 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 ha. A 13. <laughs> oh, shit. I rolled a 13. That jugular is gone. Uh, yeah, roll your... Well, roll your damage first. Let's see how well you... Uh... I aimed for the jugular and got a 13. Um, what'd you I only roll? got a 3. Oh, no. I uh, went for the jugular. I've y- been very clear. Fiction forward. I <laughs> went for the jugular. That is... That's very true. And I super hit the jugular. That's what that 13 said. You rolled a natural... You didn't roll boxcars, right? I did. Oh, you rolled boxcars? I did. All right. I want to I want to give you a chance to get past this guy. Uh, roll again and take the best damage. Four. <laughs> That's a four. Okay. So... Can we say that I'm enhanced by magic? No. Nope. Pl- okay. Uh, you, uh, you stab him in the throat and, mm-hmm. and he lets go of your hand now and takes a few steps back as, uh, as blood spurts and soaks his, um, gherkin. Is that what the, what a, is that like a fantasy you are shirt asking term? the wrong person. But he has his sword out now as, as blood pours over his chest and he says, um, I won't let you bring doom to all these people. And he charges at you again. What do you do? How far away is he from me? How many steps did he take? Uh, he probably took four steps, stumbled back after you stabbed him, four or five steps back. Is he closer to the door now, or am I closer to the door now? I think you're still closer to the door. All right, so I still have to go through him? No, you're you're like, you're both in the room now. You came into the room when he grabbed you. Right, but for me to move forward into the room, I still have to move past him. We haven't somehow swapped places, right? Uh, Yeah. So I still have to. I can't just run away from him. I have to hit him. I think you could try to run if you wanted. Yeah. This is a big room. You could run in any direction. And everyone is frozen. And everyone else is frozen. But you can't interact with anything Mm -hmm. until you unfreeze it. I think she attacks him. If he's coming at her, I think she's just going to try to finish him off. I think he's a bigger risk alive and angry than he is dead. All right. Gonna roll hack and slash? Yeah. All right. Let's see it. Womp womp. A seven plus strength is eight. All right. Yeah. So uh, you get a hit on him. Uh, roll your damage. You're not better. I rolled a two. I just hit it again. It r- went to a seven, but I rolled really? a you two. Really? You rolled a two? Yes. This is bad dice. I'm switching dice. These are bad dice. Yeah, that's not good. Maybe I slipped on his jugular blood that I definitely hit, but he had so much f- neck fat <laughs> that I didn't get to the actual artery. 
All right, yeah, uh, he um, brings his sword up on you, uh, and I think he hits you with, like, the flat of his sword and slams you against the wall. Uh, but as he's doing so, you you cut him again with mm-hmm. your dagger. Uh, take 1d6 damage. Watch. Watch me get a six. Three. That's two. Uh. Uh, so he has you, like, up against the up against the wall, and uh, he... he Turns to you and goes, unfreeze them now. I stab him again. <laughs> okay. No, no, I think at this point, I've tried to hit him twice, right? Yeah, you've, you, and you you have hit him twice. You've stabbed him. But he's just a massive motherfucker. He's not going down. He's, oh, he's looking worse for wear. He's not, do, he's not doing great. All right, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to stab him again. Okay. All right. It's a nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, deal your damage. Are, are you sure you don't want to use your war mage skill that you specifically took? Listen, that's, I'm going for three physical attacks, and then if I can't get him with the third physical attack, I'm raining down daggers on this man. All right. I got a three damage on him. Okay. That is, that's enough. That's enough. So how do, you, how do you kill this man? I go for the jugular again. All right. Yeah. I think you stab him again, and uh, this time your blade rings true and you cut his jugular and blood spurts out onto you covering your face and your throat um and then he that sword that was like shoving you against the wall uh that pressure is released and he takes a step back uh, and he falls down into like a sitting position and he just kind of croaks he goes you're going to get them all killed and then uh the light leaves his eyes elahair the first person you killed in your quest for freedom was another arctic elf how do you feel not great i think the rage is still with her i think she's still angry and i think that anger for a long time has not just been at the liches. I think her anger has grown to incorporate everyone who's involved, including the other elves who are also taken. So I think that she's just angry. I don't think she has room or energy for any other feelings right now. But there might be a twinge somewhere. She's like in full... I think I said this about her brother too. I think she's on full berserker mode. Yeah. Like there's no room for anything else. I'm pretty sure her brother was the same way. Yeah, he was. Thelion was very... uh single-minded yeah and i think we will leave elahair there covered in blood standing above this guard in a frozen room as she plots her next decision and we will be back next week with the second half uh probably hopefully the last part sorry to do a christmas episode that is going to be coming after christmas i feel that's a little bit of a faux pas but uh we got really sick the christmas holiday lasts until january 6th or 13th or something like that what the 12 days of christmas start on christmas and go on yeah true so we're still technically in the christmas season um we we had hoped to release this episode last week uh but unfortunately we couldn't because diane and i were both very sick and are still kind of recovering i hope you enjoyed if everything went to plan, we were able to release an episode 
uh, for you. Uh, and we hope that you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun recording it, assuming that it came out. So I don't want to talk too much about it, just in case it didn't. Uh, we want to thank Zach B., our editor, without whom the show would not get made. We want to thank In Love of the Ghost for their use of Chilling at Nemo's Place, the song that's both the intro and the outro of our wonderful show. We want to thank you for joining us this week and for joining us every week. It means so much to us. If you haven't, please subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review uh, and say some nice things. It means a lot to us. Make sure you tweet at us on Twitter at HeartPointsPod. You can also find us on Facebook at HeartPointsPod. We like talking to people. You sound so sleepy. I am. I am also so sleepy. I'm very sleepy. I'm still sick. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you have had a joyous holiday season. We recognize that this is a hard time for people. It is a hard time for me in a lot of ways. So we are with you in spirit. We hope that you are okay, that you are good, that you had some brightness and joy. If you can celebrate with family, and I just want to be very clear about what I mean by family. Family is not the people that you are born into. Family is not the people that you were raised with. Family are the people that you choose that make you feel like you are you and that you get to be who you are truly around that family as I hope that you we hope that you were able to spend some time if you could with that family and uh if you're listening to this it means you got through 2018 and we are proud of you for that it was a rough year and you did good or maybe it was a great year and you even did better yeah yeah you know just because bad things were happening doesn't mean that this wasn't a banger year for you and I hope it was And I hope 2019 is even better for everybody. On that note, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. I think we did everything. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at HeartPointsPod. I did that part. I forgot. I'm so tired and still slightly sick. We will talk to you next uh, on New Year's Eve. So in the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. (laughs) 